This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Do you hear that? Yep, you do. Sometimes you hear it at all hours in the weeks leading up to the 4th of July. Depending on your perspective, fireworks can be a blast, pun intended, or they can be super annoying. But one thing's for sure, they can be dangerous. A report from the Consumer Product Safety Commission says that an average of seven people are killed in the U.S. every year around the 4th. And in 2019, around 10,000 fireworks-related injuries were treated in emergency rooms around the country. So how can you celebrate and stay safe? Chief Wally Schroeder heads up the Chicago Fire Department's Public Education Unit. Chief Schroeder, welcome to Reset. Hey, good afternoon. Thank you so very much for having me. First, asking for a new Chicagoan here who may or may not be myself. Um, Chief, why on earth do I hear fireworks every night? Is this a thing in Chicago? Yes, unfortunately. First, let me say welcome to the greatest city in the world. Oh, thank you. Um, You know what? Yes, unfortunately it is. People don't really take uh, seriously how dangerous fireworks are. You know, every year we have people injured just this year so far, our ambulances have transported three victims of fireworks that were severely injured that, that will go through life with these injuries. Wow. So they, they are very serious and they should not be handled by uh, people that are not uh, trained properly with that. So this is a thing that happens every summer, you'd say? Uh, yes, unfortunately, this time of the year. And if you have a pet such as a dog, as I do, it upsets my animal, my dog, who's part of my family. And if you have a family member that is, um, you know, uh, that was in the military and has post-traumatic stress, this is a rough time of the year also. So really being uh, cognizant of that and trying to be, you know, kind, a good neighbor, and knowing shooting out these fireworks are exceptionally dangerous to yourself, to others around you. Well, let's clear up some long-standing misconceptions about fireworks in Chicago. Are there any fireworks that are legal for residents to possess or use in Chicago and Illinois? I can tell you this much. In Chicago, no. Um, if you have to light it, you shouldn't be firing it or using it. Once again, we leave those to the professionals. They do have some that are uh, little pop rockets that you throw down. You don't light them. Those types of things. Glow sticks. That's what we recommend. And in the city of Chicago, just so we're clear, and outside of the city, I can't speak for what the suburban uh, areas have, but in Chicago, sparklers are, are illegal. They're banned. Um, so we think that they're pretty benign. You know, it's a pretty color, and we hand them to the kids, and they here, look around. Um, just to keep in mind, a sparkler burns at well over 1,800 degrees. 
glass burns at 900 degrees and greater than 44% of the victims are, are burned by sparklers uh, and roughly uh, one quarter of the emergency room visits over this weekend will be because of sparkler incidents or accidents. So this is truly preventable. Obviously, uh, disease and other things that are out there, we can try to uh, prevent, um, but this is truly preventable. An accident with fireworks is a preventable issue. Um, don't play with them. Uh, watch the professionals uh, use them. Indiana has among the most lenient fireworks laws. How do you think that impacts fireworks prevention and safety in your job? And, and do we have any working relationships with Indiana to help stop illegal sales of fireworks into um, Illinois? Well, well, you brought up a great point. Um, well, first of all, as you know, um, we are continuous state with, with Indiana. It's right over the border, very close. Right. Uh, yes, we do deal with the fire marshals out there and, and, and with the fire departments. Obviously, as you said, and you started off with, it is legal there. It is not legal to bring it across the border. Unfortunately, some of our Illinoisans and Chicagoans go across the border and purchase those fireworks uh, that become illegal when you come into our state. And it's not because of the fact we're trying to uh, not allow you to have a good time. We're trying to keep everybody safe. And especially when, when things catch on fire, we get a lot of fires uh, that are attributed to, um, to fireworks. And you believe, well, we've had all this rain. Well, you know, things still catch on fire. Um, we get a lot of back porches. We get a lot of roofs. Those things do have a tendency of drying out quite quickly, and they do become combustible. Same thing with, uh, you know, in, in alleys, garages, those types of things, because of careless use of, of fireworks. So it becomes a very dangerous, dangerous thing to do. That's why we don't want fireworks only to be handled specifically, not by the public, by the general public, mm -hmm. but specifically by professionals. Yeah, so so we're clear to, to that point, who does have the right to possess or use fireworks here? There's a special license in order to, uh, to actually uh, shoot fireworks. You have to be licensed and you have to be approved by the city of Chicago. So we just don't allow vendors to come in and, and display or have a uh, display of fireworks. For instance, new to Chicago, well, you'll, you'll soon find out uh, when our uh, Southside White Sox, when they hit a home run, the fireworks display goes off. Yes. Well, the individual doing that is uh, licensed to do so, and they have a permit to do so. You must be permitted to do so, which means you have followed all the criteria set forth in order to do that. That's not your common homeowner or neighbor that is going to be able to do that. The same thing with Navy Pier when the fireworks, uh, when they do the fireworks displays there and, and throughout the city. I can't tell you how many ambulance trips there are with people in the back that say, um, this isn't going to happen to me. It never happens to me where it could happen to you. Are you willing to take the chance with your child or loved one? I, I know I, I am never that way. I will not put anybody at risk or in jeopardy, especially the ones that I care about yeah. and I love. You want to protect them, and you don't want them to be in an environment like that. Glow sticks, those are wonderful things to have for kids. They can use them. They can play with them. It, it, it's not going to cause any harm as far as the fire or burning them. Uh, we just did a, uh, a news conference with a young lady that was describing the injuries her daughter had uh, when she was five years old. And the first thing that she said was she didn't think it would ever happen to her. Uh, she handed her daughter the sparkler and her daughter's dress caught on fire. Wow. Um, it is that quickly that it will burn. We did a demonstration the other day. It was pouring rain out, and the shirt still caught on fire with the sparkler. 
as I said, you must keep in mind that sparkler is burning at over 1,800 degrees. Now, we have heard uh, reports from Chicago residents of illness that they believe came from inhaling toxins from fireworks. Here's one of them. Let's listen to what David in Westridge had to say. I got arsenic poisonings last week. There were a lot of fireworks being set off and there were plumes of smoke. Half of the people on my block got sick that very same time. A whole family right across the alley from me all got sick. Some of the plumes are reputedly, according to what I read, 10% arsenic. I got it a couple days later from the big fireworks plume that went off directly behind our garage. My partner's 12-year-old son almost got hit by the backfire from it. Family across the way, about seven, eight people were sitting there in the plume just saying, wow, that was weird, and uh, they all got sick. Chief, you mentioned pets earlier. We've also heard accusations yes. of domestic pets getting sick from fireworks, smoke, or, or residue. Is this possible? Absolutely. Um, it can trigger certain things. Remember, we don't know um, where was, what was put into this, where was it built, how was it built, uh, the firework that was used. Um, and when you're talking a significant amount, what it almost sounds like he was describing, you know, the potential is obviously always there. And once again, it reverts back to the fact of safety. We see how it affects our neighbors. Being that kind neighbor and being that thoughtful person, you can see how it affects everybody surrounding us. It's not only the danger of getting physically hurt, mm-hmm. we're, we're getting people uh, sick from this. Uh, you know, we, we, we've just come out of this pandemic, or starting to, I should say. Uh, we we want to be mindful. Um, let's be careful. We've seen how what things happen. We don't want to get anybody injured or sick from this. Well, what are the chemicals that can be found in fireworks that should well, give us pause? You know, as he was saying, arsenic, um, there are many things uh, that are obviously the gunpowder aspects of it uh, for the explosive uh, that sets it off, that detonates it, um, amongst other things that are are the colorful. And as I was saying, when you're purchasing something, you don't know what exactly is put in it. There's no standard uh, when it's put in there. Remember, in Illinois, we don't allow fireworks like that unless they're displayed by a professional and that's part of the fact of licensing they know what's in it they know where it's going to detonate how high it's going to detonate is it going to be away from civilians as this gentleman was describing it wasn't the plume did not go away from uh from him and his family therefore they they were encapsulated in that smoke I hate to compare it to it, but it's pretty much the same consequence of a cigarette. What is exactly in a cigarette? What causes the damage? Um, Well, we know a few items in it, but the rest of it is not known. And I think that's where we're combining a lot of different things in there and causing this type of illness. Right. Well, for people who come across illegal fireworks or who decide to get rid of the ones that they have, what are the safe ways to do so? That's a great question um, because we very rarely get those calls for that, but I would certainly call 311 and they will direct them as to a disposal. Um, And and they can turn them in without fear of any legal troubles? Absolutely. I would highly recommend they go to the local police station. They can give it at the front desk. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would encourage them to do so. And And I hope and pray that they do do that you know, this weekend, and that it is a safe weekend for them. Well, where can people go to enjoy fireworks this weekend? Uh, You know what? Online, there are numerous locations throughout the city um, that you'll be able to see them in a safe location. This year, I don't believe the city has posted any of theirs yet. 
uh, they will be forthcoming. But I would certainly check the city's website uh, to find out times and locations, cityofchicago.org. Um, that will identify the different locations um, that surround the Chicago area or uh, Chicago, where they're going to be located. Well, that is Chief Wally Schroeder with the Chicago Fire Department. Chief, thank you so much for your service, and we hope that you have a safe Fourth of July weekend. Thank you. You as well. Thank you for having me. Now, before we wrap this segment, I want to pull one more voice into the conversation. Uh, if lighting up fireworks or lighting up the grill is not what you're looking to do this weekend, we do have a few recommendations for you. So on the line with me now is Tamara O'Shaughnessy, editor-in-chief of Chicago Parent Magazine. Hey, Tamara. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Doing well, Tamara. Are you already cooking up your plans for the weekend? I am. We've got uh, we've got a lot of fun. In, aren't we lucky to live in Chicagoland? It is still, despite uh, still social distancing and mask wearing, we're still filled with things to do for families. There is still so much to do, as you said. So what recommendations do you have then for folks this weekend? Because I, I immediately think of lighting up the grill. I, I got to admit, I immediately think of a swimming pool of some sort. Uh, what's on your list? One of the things that we're suggesting families do is, is a great event, even though it's virtual, by the Chicago History Museum. They're going to have contemporary Chicagoans talk about what freedom means to them. But in they're also, this is for family fun, we'll have a hot dog uh, trivia contest where you can potentially win prizes. It's virtual. It's free. You know, it gives you something to, to build your day around. You can have your barbecue after, maybe even make some hot dogs. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, what else? Uh, on the fourth, in terms of music, the very popular Miss Jamie's Farm is going to be at Kentigny. Uh, in Wheaton, and uh, she always puts on a good show for kids. She's performing 11 to noon there. Kids can get up. They can totally um, dance around and learn about life on the farm. She always puts on a really a really fun show. And then, of course, we know that Wheaton is a great place to have a picnic mm-hmm. or barbecue. Um, the and, Forge is... Oh, and and are most of these ideas family-friendly? Totally Sounds like family it. friendly. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't suggest anything that I wouldn't take my kids to. Nice. What about for the introverts among us, Tamara? They're they're looking for something low key. Low key. Oh, let's. See. I know. Can you even do Fourth of July low key? I guess you can stay home. Totally do. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, there you it can is. Do it like That's that. as low yeah, key as it gets. Well, one of the things that I'm really enjoying, um, and then I will be down uh, near the the Merchandise Mart um, on the 4th at the uh, Art on the Mart, very low-key because social distancing is still being enforced there. But um, Adler has created a 16-minute piece called Astrographics, and um, they play that on the Mart. From nine at nine nine thirty, and for my kids, um, they are a little older. That is not past their bedtime, but it's a fun way to be in the city still um, and really enjoy what the art on the mart has created for for everybody. Um, well, you just mentioned social distancing guidelines. Are people still being encouraged to take precautions when it comes to COVID nineteen this weekend? Yes. Yes, and we always recommend when families go out that even if the event is not mandating masks or social distancing, we always recommend our families 
go out and, you know, keep keep a little bit more distance, um, especially because kids 12 and under still cannot get vaccinated, and we want to keep them safe. That's Tamara O'Shaughnessy, editor-in-chief of Chicago Parent Magazine. Tamara, thanks, and have a great weekend. You too. Enjoy that barbecue. <laughs> thanks. And that's today's Reset. We may have just entered the dog days of summer, but there's still plenty of local and state news happening. So catch up with it tomorrow on our weekly news recap. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again soon. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.